Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. This week on Tuning Out the News, the conservative hot take asks The Daily Show's Roy Wood Jr. if he's going to keep his White House Correspondents' Dinner material PG enough to be suitable for Matt Gates's date. And the elites at Inside the Hill honor our heroic ruling class, starting with Elon Musk pushing brain implants after realizing that no one can see your product explode if you place it behind the eyeballs. But first, we investigate Trump's recent transformation from passing the buck on January 6th to making a buck off the backs of its participants. It's Thursday, March 30th. Welcome to Tuning Out the News, the podcast. Up first, big news. Good evening, everyone. I'm James Smartwood, and every waking moment I wish I was at the Sandals Resort Jamaica Swim Up Bar. The top story tonight, in a scene as heartwarming as a soldier coming home to his dog, Trump returned to his Hannity on Fox News to defend January 6th and celebrate the success of his new chart-topping track called Justice for All, recorded with the January 6th Prisoners Choir. Are you really beating Taylor Swift, by the way? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, the J6 is beating Taylor Swift. It's yeah. Donald Trump and the J6 prisoners. The, the Pledge and of Allegiance. On iTunes and on Amazon wow. and on Billboard, which is the big deal. Number one, Donald Trump. So now I feel like Elvis. The comparison to Elvis is apt as both artists engaged in questionable profiteering. Which brings us to a new tuning out investigation who is making bank off this January 6th song? The Justice for All track was released through a company called Mailman Media, which is run by intrepid reporter always the first on the scene of his alleged sex crimes, disgraced former Fox News host Ed Henry. A company rep tells us all proceeds will go to nonviolent January 6th prisoners and their families. But when we asked if documentation exists backing that up, they responded, quote, I doubt it at this point, but as it is through nonprofits and such, eventually will all be public information and such used there the same way a guy covered in blood says I've been doing non-murders and such because Ed Henry's Mailman Media is registered in Florida as a, quote, domestic profit company. We asked Ed Henry's attorney for documentation backing up the claim that the proceeds will indeed go to their advertised recipient and have not heard back. Here to discuss is Democratic strategist who spent three months using a Panera Bread table as an Andrew Yang campaign office before the manager caught on, Lydia Parker. Good evening. Chief Washington Bureau Chief who assumes even far-off honking is somehow aimed at him, Jonathan Keene. Hello. Chief Field Correspondent who is getting pretty good at drawing a car, James Smartwood Jr. Hey, Dad. And CBS News Chief White House Correspondent and tuning out contributor barred from embedding with the troops because they keep asking him what to do next, Major Garrett. Thank you so much for being here, Major. Always a pleasure. Now, Major, is Trump running on January 6th a miscalculation, considering he has so many other disgraces he can run on? Well, you talked about this profit motive, the grift behind January 6th. Well, it began with the grift of the stolen so-called election of 2020. The 2020 election was not stolen, but there are Trump supporters who consistently donate and are asked again and again to donate on behalf of fraudulent claims that election was stolen. 
So donating to groups that say they're going to represent or do something on behalf of January 6th defendants continues that pattern. All of this is about a throne of lies that the president currently wants to sit on. This choir is technically prison labor, so it makes sense that they're not the ones making money off of their work. Mm. Now, the J6 choir and their families should be grateful to receive the financial backstabbing Trump bequeaths upon only his closest associates. You know, I thought the prisoner's choir was pitchy. That's all from me. I just want to thank the control room Wait, and junior. everyone behind the scenes here at Big junior, News. Hold on, you, uh, ju hold on, Junior, eh? the, the show is actually still going on. Yeah, I just, I'm late for my karate lesson, so I have to. It's fine. You can try to wrap it up. Is it in a, everything okay if you're late? Okay. Yeah. Well, you obviously don't know my sensei, but yeah. No, it, it's not okay. All right. Well, moving on. Trump has also embraced victimhood in the Manhattan District Attorney's case against him for hush payments to Stormy Daniels, claiming it's a witch hunt orchestrated by George Soros. With Easter approaching, we're pleased to bring you the story of the victimization and resurrection of Donald Trump. The humble carpenter stiffer Donald J. Trump preached the gospel of deflecting and scapegoating to his loyal followers, who he privately thought were total slobs. He promised the gates of heaven would be open to all podiatrists, willing to pause their daughter's vows to let Trump do a drop-in set roasting Paul Ryan for 45 minutes. But then the Prince of Pizza was betrayed by his disciple Judas Michael Cohen for just 30 silver taxi medallions and a scratching stick that gets right in there under the ankle monitor and feels amazing. And so at the behest of the Soros-funded Romans, soft on heresy district attorney Alvin Bragg made Trump pay the ultimate price, a small fine. And Trump looked to the heavens and said, Father, forgive them, for none of them have a very good brain. But lo, three days later, Melania and Stormy went to the King of the Jew haters Mar-a-Lago tomb and found that the boulder, Ron DeSantis, had miraculously rolled away. Then they heard a voice, and the voice was Trump's, and it said, text hashtag Trump to donate $50 and win a chance to meet Corey Lewandowski. The end. Wow. Ooh. Beautiful. So, wow. That was, uh, that was gorgeous. A uh, magical tale. Now, in other cancer on society news, the nation is grappling with another mass shooting, this time in Nashville. The shooter identified as transgender, prompting the scientists at Fox News to develop a non-gun excuse for gun violence in record time. But first, a trans killer. New details on the trans mass murderer. The shooter was a trans person. This is something that we're seeing sort of trans-related violence being supported by people in elite institutions, and it, you know, it's very important to, to deal with it. We should note that 130 mass shootings have taken place in 2023 so far, but leave it to Fox News to use this mass shooting to call for comprehensive trans reform. Major, we have President Biden once again calling for an assault weapons ban. How will he sell the political loser that is stopping kids from getting killed in schools? The president said very recently, that he's done all he can do. He's written all the executive orders he can. There is mm -hmm. no more White House authority in this space. If Congress does not act, the president said, we can expect as a nation more shootings. And just a note on this trans connection that Fox drew. All the statistical data for the last two years indicate that there has been a rise of violence against trans people in America. Murder, assault, rape, and other types of violent crimes. They are more often, statistically, clearly, the victims of violence as opposed to being the perpetrators. 
But with more Americans experiencing multiple mass shootings, we might soon build herd immunity. Well, look, broad bipartisan support for banning assault weapons and a weakened National Rifle Association does raise the question, why can't the United States government pass a law banning assault weapons? Because of me! I I'm sorry, who, who, who are you? It is I, the mythical troll of Capitol Hill, eternally blocking America from passing an assault weapons ban. There's no earthly reason, certainly. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, all good, all cleared up. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, sure. this is great. That helps so much. much. Okay, awesome, sweet. All right, well, I need to lay my head on this desk for a while and try to figure out a whole big thing with my parents. So that's all the time we have. Up next on Tuning Out the News, the podcast, the one percenter panelists of Inside the Hill pull back the luxurious handmade curtain on a subject they feel doesn't get enough attention: the struggles of the wealthy. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Arcteryx, when you need to battle the winds of Everest while returning a lamp to home goods. Welcome back. This week on Tuning Out the News, hosts Sarah Sabo, Rich Ballard, and the panelists of Inside the Hill applauded fellow members of the upper class like Elon Musk for putting in the hard work to keep the working class firmly in its place. Tonight, we honor our heroic ruling class, starting with Elon Musk testing brain microchips, revolutionizing medicine by giving doctors a new phrase to write under cause of psychotic break. Let's go Inside the Hill. I'm Rich Ballard, and my horse and I have the same benzo prescription. I'm Sarah Sabo, and my rowing machine and I are married. And we're joined by Wall Street Journal columnist whose husband knows not to open the folder on her desktop labeled Henry Kissinger, Eleanor Palmer. Hello. And Princeton history professor whose favorite board game has 19 pages of instructions, Dr. Ike Bloom. Greetings. Let's jump in. When you're celebrating shooting a pigeon with an arrow in the park because now you'll be eating good for days, it's easy to forget the struggles of those who can't decide between four different dinner reservations, rich people. We cover it all in our segment, honoring our heroic ruling class. Our first honor goes to Elon Musk. His company Neuralink suffered a blow in 2022 when the catastrophizers at the FDA rejected their application to progress to human trials, citing an esoteric rule about keeping humans alive. But now Reuters reports that Neuralink approached one of the biggest U.S. neurosurgery centers as a potential clinical trials partner as it prepares to test its devices on humans once regulators allow for it. Anyone worried the Neuralink implant could harm humans can rest easy as so far it's only harmed our genetic opposites, monkeys. In one instance, a monkey was allegedly found missing some of its fingers and toes, possibly from self-mutilation or some other unspecified trauma. The good news is, if humans do eat their fingers, Musk will have the perfect subjects to test Tesla's hands-free technology. I think this is gonna disrupt food delivery 
delivery apps by putting a restaurant in every pair of gloves. The Luddites who don't want ads beamed directly into their frontal lobe need to can it. I have a right to purchase a blender against my will. I just hope Elon Musk deploys the same artistry he used to design the Cybertruck when he redesigns our skulls. Our next honor goes to Southwest Airlines. After employees criticized the airline's outdated crew scheduling system, which collapsed over the holidays, their CEO wanted to let employees know that they were heard and told Southwest 66,000 workers they would get 25,000 swag points to redeem in the company's employee store. The points can be traded in for travel, upgrades, Southwest merchandise, gift cards, and Visa debit cards. Brilliant. If there's one thing I know about disgruntled employees, it's that all they really want is a company-branded water bottle. Whoa, Southwest employees got 25,000 swag points. If a swag point is a dollar, that's so much money, way bigger than the 1.6 cents it actually is. If you put those swag points in an interest-accruing savings account, when you're ready to retire, you'll look at them and say, oh my goodness, that's the same amount of points. Mm-hmm. And our last honor goes to KFC. KFC Germany reheated old wounds when they sent a message to customers inviting them to celebrate Kristallnacht, considered the start of the Holocaust, by enjoying, quote, tender cheese with crispy chicken. KFC Germany apologized again in a statement to news outlets, saying that the company has a semi-automated content creation process linked to calendars that include national observances. What a relief to know the mistake wasn't caused by a person, but rather an algorithm celebrating the extermination of persons. Look, if we decide it's it's unethical to make money on the backs of human suffering. We're agreeing to have no income for anyone ever. Yeah, this whole thing is no big deal. The Inside the Hill store proudly advertised marking the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina by buying a hat. Remembering Chernobyl with a nice new coaster. And commemorating the Challenger explosion by buying kooky socks. And that's honoring our heroic ruling class. When Tuning Out the News returns, the conservative panelists of Hot Take are joined by comedian Roy Wood Jr. to help them calm down after the excitement of the latest Trump rally. That's ahead. Marshmallow Peeps, your colon is our forever home. This week on Tuning Out the News, host Tyler Templeton and the conservative panelists of Hot Take were joined by comedian Roy Wood Jr. to share their excitement about Trump's rally in Waco and Ron DeSantis' latest attack on human rights. Plus, Hot Take helps Roy prepare to host the White House Correspondents' Dinner with some original conservative-leaning jokes. Hey, it's host who believes life is just pain leaving the body, Tyler Templeton, alongside co-host and Harry Houdini of wriggling out of the backseat of a squad car, Bonnie Davis, co-host who shed her very first tear thinking about Mitch McConnell alone in a hospital bed, Susan Shepard, and co-host who dreams of arguing before the Supreme Court that he invented the blazer over hoodie look, Austin Sparks. When is Paltrow's greatest crime is causing a brain injury that I can't watch on ESPN? This is Hot Take! What's up, family therapist, roast masters? Top story, I am lucky to be alive. This week, Donald Trump, the exiled boy king, held his first 2024 campaign rally, and the moment he galloped onto the Waco stage like a stallion digesting a filet of fish, I experienced what I deduced was a cataclysmic dopamine shockwave. 
And so I'd like to thank Dr. Harris Miller and the entire Waco Ascension Providence Emergency Room team for quickly diagnosing that I hadn't sipped water in a month and giving me orange Gatorade, which is my favorite. Here to welcome me back to the living is comedian and the Daily Show correspondent, Roy Wood Jr. Thanks for joining us, Roy. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Doing good. Now, Roy, obviously you were at the Trump rally. What was your takeaway? And is it true they're making a Touched by an Angel sequel based on the audience's ecclesiastical elation? I don't... I, I don't know who, what black man you saw at, at the Trump rally, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I'm happy to talk about the Trump rally, but I was not there physically at the Trump rally. I would not... I would not accept that assignment. I would stay home. All right, well, what about the Trump campaign in general? What do you think of that? Uh, for me, I think that, you know, the Donald Trump campaign still has a lot of questions hanging over it right now. And so, you know, Trump can fool his base, the diehards who are going to be with him no matter what. But part of what made Trump Trump um, initially in 2016 were the moderates. And I really feel like the moderates are still sitting back and assessing Trump's campaign comparatively to what type of candidate Ron DeSantis is evolving into. And then on top of all of that, you still have pending indictments hanging over this campaign's head. So this might all be a moot point in a couple weeks. I love that Trump held the rally at the Waco airport. Nothing says I adore my supporters like saying, mind meeting me at the airport so I can get the hell out of here as quickly as possible? Well, I like how he portrayed the January 6th protesters as heroes. They're exactly like the D-Day soldiers if instead of trenches, they slept at the Willard Intercontinental Hotel. Absolutely. Now, so people don't think Hot Take has some crazy right-wing bias, let's talk about the leader of the other side of the aisle, Ron DeSantis. His administration is pushing to expand his don't-say-gay law to all grades because it's a sin to try to pursue something God does not want for you, says the guy down a thousand points in the Republican primary. Roy, shouldn't DeSantis take this bill a step further and apply it to kids even after they graduate and enter the workplace so they become nice, well-adjusted, sexually repressed psychos like me? I think that everything that Governor DeSantis is doing is just indicative of what people feared the law would be a couple of years ago when it was initially introduced. And everything the Republicans said at the time in Florida was, no, 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 it's okay. It's just for K through five. It's just the kids. It's just the kids. It's just the preteens. It's just the pre... All right, it's the kids, the preteens, and the teenagers. And I think it just sets a dangerous precedent. And if that's the way he's going to run a state... I don't even want to think about how he would run this country. When kids hear about something in school, they immediately want to emulate it. It's the same reason that after I took home ec in high school, I wanted to be spaghetti. Kids should not be forced to learn gross, weird things like menstruation when they're just going to learn from experience when the blood starts coming out of their butts or whatever. Austin, you idiot. Women don't have butts. Well, we didn't until Joe Biden came along. We need Trump back to get rid of our butts! Yeah, yeah. Over the wall with us. Nope. I don't like it. Moving on. Roy, you are hosting the 2023 White House Correspondents' Dinner. Uh, what is your strategy? Just start in on Hunter Biden and don't stop until Joe starts crying? Um, I don't think I'm there to just inflict pain. What? I think the Correspondents' Dinner is an opportunity to make a couple jokes across both sides of the aisle, but more importantly, I'm just there to celebrate members of the media and the hard work they put in 
and trying to make sense of this country. Look, I'm sick of White House correspondents, dinner comedians punching down at the most powerless among us, wealthy conservative power players. So here now for your consideration are hot take jokes about liberals for once. I'll say a joke and you tell me if you're gonna use it. Ready? Okay, okay, I'm listening, I'm ready. I'll take these suggestions. Okay, I see President Biden is here. Joe Biden is so old that he can't be trusted to secure our southern border, which is totally out of control. It's a disgrace. What happened to this country? Roy, what do you think? Is that, is that the, was that all of the joke? Yeah. Is that the setup? Yeah. What's the red Punchline. No, no. It's okay. All right. Well, I got. How about how about this? First Lady Jill Biden is in attendance. I know she prefers Doctor Jill Biden, but I do not respect the work she did to achieve that title in large part due to her gender. Roy, I went there. What do you think? I don't. I don't know if these are the the jokes that I would use personally, but I mean. These jokes would kill on Newsmax. Let me just say that for sure. All right, so how about this? Nancy Pelosi is here with her husband, Paul. Personally, I wish he had succumbed to his injuries that night. Okay, you have to use that one. What do you say? Tyler, how long have you, have you do you do stand up? Have you ever? Um, no, but I've thrown a lot of stuff at stand-ups. And that is hot take jokes about liberals for once. I just thought of a good response to that woman who told me to shush at the movies in 2006. So let's wrap it there. Thank you to my guest, The Daily Show's Roy Wood Jr. Thanks, Roy. Thank you all. After the break, the panelists of Hot Take aired this week's grievances in a fresh new installment of I'm Not Done. Stick around. Metaverse. You'll be important in here. Things will be different this time. Welcome back. Let's wrap it out with I'm Not Done. Turns out I've been living in the wrong house. And those people who've been illegally watching TV in my living room are 100% right. Hanson family, my mistake. Susan, please pray for my pet lizard, also named Susan, who has been under the weather lately as she has barely touched her Rice Krispie treats. Austin? Oh, buddy, it's almost Austin Sparks Christmas, a.k.a. April Fool's Day. And last year, my prank was epic. I hired an actor to tell my parents that I died. They were so distraught that they started hooting and dancing around. Oh, man. Then what happened? Oh, brother, I jumped out of the bushes and told them I was still alive. They didn't say nothing. Just looked at each other, silently turned around, and went to bed at 3 p.m. Sick! Until next week, this has been Tuning Out the News, the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Watch Stephen Colbert Presents Tuning Out the News on Comedy Central, Wednesdays after The Daily Show. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.